So between 9 and 9.30, we are going to be chatting to Dr. Keith Kluter, who is the head of health in the Western Cape. I'm just interested to know what the COVID numbers actually show in the Western Cape, right? So that'll be coming up. And then, as always, Dr. Chris Smith, the naked scientist, between 9.33 and around uh, 10 o'clock. So please call in with your questions. I would love to hear from you. And then uh, after 10 this morning, International News with Deutsche Welle. We'll chat to Chelsea Dulaney. She'll talk about the top international stories. And then after 11 o'clock, um, we are going to be chatting to the SBCA responding to a UCT researcher saying that they got their story wrong about bunt pigs in a padlocked cage um, after the Table Mountain fires. The SBCA uh, asked us if they could get a right of reply. I said, absolutely, let's do that. So we'll be talking about that. So all of that coming up on the show today. What's in your mind? What would you like to talk about? Give me a call. Monday to Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. This is Today with Kino Cummings on Cape Talk. Now, Walid was sharing, our producer was sharing with us this morning something that he found absolutely hilarious. Now, it's called the door slam prank. And I mean, you can Google this on uh, Google, obviously. Um, and what happens is it's, it's a bunch of women basically getting together and, um, and digitally, of course. And what they do is they slam the door of their boyfriend's or their husband's car. And you see the reaction. The looks on some of the faces, <laughs> right? And my question to you is, what's the one thing that sets you off? If someone does something to something of yours, and when I say set you off in a nice manner, I don't believe in people getting overly angry and being rude to other people, right? But what is the one thing that absolutely sets you off when people do it? Let's just take a listen to this. Alright, what do you want for the shop? Just a diet coke and a protein bar, baby. Alright, Be quick. Henry! Henry! <laughs> Are you mad, mate? <laughs> Slamming doors. Alright, calm down. Jesus. What the f*** on the Slamming my boyfriend's car door prank. <laughs> You, you, you get all these 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 reactions right to it. So, what's the one thing that sets you off in a nice way? That is, of course, o two one double four six o five six seven and WhatsApp and o seven two five six seven one five six seven. And if there's anything else that you want to throw into the mix, uh, if it's uh, something that you've experienced, something you'd like to talk about, then. Please let us know about it. I'm Kino Cummings. This is Today. And just remember those numbers again. 021-446-0567 and WhatsApp. And 072-567-1567. And going to your calls, talking about the things that actually annoy you. Small things people do, but they really annoy you, especially when they do it to your stuff. But anyway, but let's go to Jenny in Observatory. Hi, Jenny. How's Hi. it? I'm not too bad, you know. Tour guides still no work, and if the hey. civil servants want the down tools, I'll be quite happy to jump in. So will fifteen thousand of my colleagues. Okay, um, nice. You know the things that really, really annoy me. I do a lot of photography. It's keeping me sane. Um, the worst thing that people would do to my photographs is touch them with their thumbs, particularly if it's a glossy print. <laughs> it drives me insane. The other thing that's even worse is if one has, fortunately, most of my friends don't do this, but you cannot account for everybody. If you have a magazine 
and people lick their fingers each time they turn a page. Oh, my, that drives me if mad. it's something that belongs to me. But the photographs with their print, people put their thumbs in the picture. You can pick up a picture holding it on the side, you know, but oh, they no. put their thumb. <gasps> then oh, you get those marks. Anyway, absolutely that's my, that's my two cents worth. Mm. <laughs> Thank, thank you, no. thank you very yeah. much for that. That is Jenny in Observatory. I'll be taking your thoughts and calls this morning on O two one double four six O five six seven and WhatsApp and O seven. Let's go to Mark. Mark in Kettleworth. Good morning. Good morning, Kino. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure, um, yeah. So I, I spoke. We spoke sort of late last year um, after I had accumulated several thousand bucks worth of fines for having an expired license, um, uh, and. Um, Anyway, the, uh, uh, the license was expired, even though I'd I'd been trying for months to renew it on uh, the website. Um, anyway, I, I fought those license, uh, those fines, and um, they've all been withdrawn, which is great. But the the point remains: what on earth were those cops doing, just stalking around parking lots, handing out those tickets instead of um, being on our roads, keeping us safe? Oh, uh, it's money um, making. It's money no, m- money gathering exercise. So, um, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed I'm on the road quite a lot. I live mm. in the southern suburbs. The, yeah. the lawlessness is it's on the rise. I mean, uh, I, um, I, I drive near the taxi rank in, in Claremont, and the, the robot there, the red robot's basically a suggestion. You know, uh, mm. uh, it's, not, it's not followed at all. Um, this morning uh, at a pedestrian crossing, I saw a taxi go straight through and nearly nearly hit somebody. Um, and it's not just in the privileged areas. You know, I travel in Philippi sometimes, and it's even worse. And you know, there's there's school kids and that sort of thing. So I mean, this is a widespread issue, um, which is really really problematic. And um, with the the latest budget, am I right in saying there was a part of our petrol price is an increased road accident fund levy, right? Say again, you sorry, my someone spoke in my ear, yeah, and I didn't hear no that worries. last sentence you were saying. More. No, no, just just about the um, the road accident fund levy that's been increased in the last budget. I think it's quite a significant increase, mm. um, and for me, I mean, that's just that's just going about it the wrong way. You know, it's basically admitting that we have this carnage in our roads, and instead of protecting us, it's just penalising us with increased fee to uh, help all those people that get maimed on our roads um yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah it's just it's just so frustrating and i, I don't feel know you on we, that one i know what oh. do we do what do we do i mean uh it's, it's just a complete failure of the system uh, we need more cops we need it to be mm. taken seriously mm. um i'm exa- yeah, so. I'm, a, I'm about exasperated as you are mark to be very honest really um, but you, you've got more clout. You I know? do. I mean, no, we can. We obviously do. And what we do is, you know, it's it's difficult. You know, you 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 contact people. They give you spin. They tell you why things are the way they are. Some people are quite responsive. But I mean, with, with traffic at the moment, for example, and and and, and that whole situation. I mean, you've got a, a traffic chief who's going to court. Right, mm. on, on charges, and he's still in the office running it. I mean, how do you effectively run a, a traffic department like that? You now mm. have an MEC that's been suspended. Yeah, um, you know, because so how how does one optimally run an organisation like that? I don't know. That's why I feel exasperated because as much as we do try and make a difference, um, we too sometimes hit those brick walls, and it is you know- highly frustrating. Yeah. Do you know how much resources being shifted to traffic? I mean, are they underfunded? Are we 
I mean, uh, are there too few traffic cops? I mean, to me, that seems to be an obvious thing is to have more cops on the road. And mm. if the if the argument against that is, well, we don't have the money, um, uh, you know, right back at, at, at people is that road accidents cost the economy so much, you know, whether it's a breadwinner being taken out of a family and those people going into welfare, um, you know, it just uh, it costs the economy, the the medical expenses. Um, and I know the road accident fund is, is part of that. But I mean, I haven't done the full math on it. But yeah. to me, to me, if we have safer roads, we will save billions probably by just reduced carnage, insurance payouts, et cetera, et cetera. So, mm. yeah. No, no, I feel it with you. Absolutely do. Um, you know, what we do is need, what we need is, 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 is a change in government at some stage. And hopefully, Mark, the younger people will come to the fore and give us what we need. But the challenge is we need a new caliber of leadership. I mean, there are, exactly. there are, there are, there are little bright spots, uh, you know, little sprouts in, 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 in every political party, some more than others. Yep. Um, but we, we just need people who can get down with the business of doing business and, and shift, getting the economy shift right. The focus, yeah. but shift the focus from what they can do for themselves to actually remembering that they're public servants that are supposed to be working for us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, got you on that one. Um, it's, Thanks, it's, <laughs> you know, we, we, we have a chance to vote, and I think we need to, we need to make that vote count. Only oh. challenge is who the hell do you vote for? <laughs> oh, I'm with you on that. <laughs> anyway, Mark in Kettleworth, great chatting to you, sir. That is Mark in Kettleworth. What's in your mind? What would you like to talk about? There are some uh, good voice notes as well. Let's take a listen. Uh, good morning, Kino. This is uh, Michael Scricker uh, speaking. I'm a general medical practitioner, and I'd just like to say that uh, Dr. Pluti is always as, as eloquent um, as he can be um, and uh, provides us with the correct information. My concern, however, um, as a medical practitioner is that COVID has certainly punctured um, holes in our understanding um, of this disease. Um, we cannot predict who's going to die, who's going to live, who's going to become ill, who's not going to become ill. Yeah. And uh, that being said, my actual concern is that, and notwithstanding the fact that um, um, healthcare workers had to be vaccinated, I'm just a little bit concerned that we may be focusing on the wrong subsequent groups that require vaccination. And in December, when I was in the middle of the onslaught of this uh, uh, epidemic and feeling its pain and suffering, mm. I personally got infected. I saw how young people, 20 plus, and for the want of a better word, became the taxis of this virus. And I suspect that they are not maybe way more than one, and that they are the ones that, <clears throat> sorry, that may require uh, vaccination. Uh, yes, I understand that those with um, underlying comorbidities and chronic illnesses are at risk. But COVID has proven to us that that uh, a person who may be at risk does not necessarily die when they become infected, and young people also die from from this disease. Quite mm. a conundrum. So my concern: should we not be vaccinating? Focus our of our our attention on vaccinating young people mm. who spread the disease to more than one person. And when I say young people, I do not include children. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, very interesting tech. Let's go to John in Tableview. Hi, John. Good morning. Morning, Kino. Morning. Morning. Uh, you know, I would. I know we do knock our police a lot uh, about their uh, 
lackadaisical uh, work ethics that they have. But I would like to give a report to you about the Tableview Police Station today. Uh, mm. My son has gone through a breakdown from work environment over the last three days. And yesterday, after not being able to take him to Mill Park Clinic because he wouldn't get into the car, he then became rather vicious to me. So I phoned the police, and within half an hour, two vehicles arrived with the warrant officer and the constables, and they gradually assisted him to get into the vehicle so he could go down and see the psychiatrist, um, on which... On the arrival, he then told us that rather he should be admitted to hospital and have some blood tests and uh, stabilize him because he wasn't respondent. So they then drove me with me all the way to Somerset Hospital and had him checked into the hospital. And they were absolutely amazing. And I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much, John. And I think, you know, we need these good stories as well because we paint everybody with the same brush, right, as you say. Um, I'm just I'm just very grateful. And, and well, I've had a great experience with uh, Tableview Saps as well. Um, there's some really compassionate officers there. So, John, thank you very much.